I'm a big believer that this is part of the climate agenda. You need to have on the ground support for the climate cultists in order to bring about these kinds of 15 minute cities or, for example, um, you know, CBDCs with carbon credits and all these different things. They're going after the food supply. They're going after the energy supply and they're going after uh, the housing market to destroy property. They're going after the dollar to move into the BRICS world reserve currency system. All of these things tie into the greater reset, the great reset, the eugenics agenda. And what we've seen in places like Acapulco is absolutely devastating with almost no media coverage at all, except for a few people like Jeff Berwick, myself, Max Egan, a few people have talked about it, but you know, people are suffering on the ground. The military has had a hard time getting in there. And um, you know, people are trying to hand out food and water and, and different necessities but are hitting a lot of brick walls with it. So it's the same old thing that we see with FEMA in the United States. For example, um, with Hurricane Harvey, people were trying to get um, you know, goods and services to the people who were uh, affected by it. And I have a friend named Danny Sessom who went in there and was trying to give out food and water to people and FEMA was stopping them. We see in, in Maui, they were blocking off the roads, allowing people to burn to death. There is an agenda going on and it's part of this greater agenda that actually this World War III situation ties into very much so as well. It's a move to the well, great reset and they're trying to cut off every single thing that humanity deserves and needs. Been this excited ever? Oh, yeah, Mug Club, baby! Wow! The replatforming begins now. now. Join Mug Club and get one month free with promo code Alex at JonesCrowder.com. Good afternoon, Info Warriors, and good morning to all the wonderful people tuning in from Australia and all over the world. I'm Maria Z, your guest host here on the Alex Jones Show today. Wow, we have a lot to cover. I've got a very special guest coming on today. It is Josh Sigurdsson from World Alternative Media. He's done a fantastic job reporting on current events for a, a very long time, incredibly well-informed and researched, and I'm really, really looking forward to talking to him to get his perspective. Josh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Maria. It's great to see you. Well, I really appreciate your work. I remember seeing your um, your report on the Tower of Basel some time ago and been following your work since. I know that a lot of the uh, the Bandop video viewers are familiar with your work. Uh, so, you know, we're in this position now, Josh, where basically the whole world is being lulled uh, or, or fooled into supporting World War Three. I want to talk about that with you. But, but what's happened is we've forgotten so much of the other things that they've done to us. I mean, there's no talk about Maui now. There's no very little talk about Acapulco. Uh, and I know you've covered these topics. So, um, so, so, so let's get into some of that. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with this Acapulco situation because I live in Puerto Vallarta. We got hit by a category four hurricane uh, about two and a half weeks ago. And within about a week and a half after that, um, Acapulco gets hit by a Category 5 hurricane, one of the strongest hurricanes to ever happen. And of course, that hurricane was, um, it, it had no rain, it was just force. And what was interesting is earlier this year, AMLO, the president of Mexico, uh, said no to several deals with the United States and Canada for green initiatives. And within days, uh, several of the oil refineries mysteriously blew up. And actually, three of them blew up within one hour. 
And there have been a lot of questions raised what is happening in Mexico. And I believe that there is a lot of weather modification happening. Um, we're watching tropical storms turn into Category 5, some of the biggest in history, in a matter of moments. And within a, a couple hours, no one has any uh, way to prepare themselves. And it's absolutely devastating. And um, there is a website, HurricaneOtisRelief.com, uh, I believe it's called. And there is so much happening with that. Uh, we saw it in Maui. We saw it in uh, California, where we saw hurricanes and earthquakes happening at the same time as we saw hurricanes ravaging Florida, suddenly taking U-turns and destroying towns. And I'm a big believer that this is part of the climate agenda. You need to have on-the-ground support for the climate cultists in order to bring about these kinds of 15-minute cities or, for example, um, you know, CBDCs with carbon credits and all these different things. They're going after the food supply, they're going after the energy supply, and they're going after uh, the housing market to destroy property. They're going after the dollar to move into the BRICS world reserve currency system. All of these things tie into the greater reset, the great reset, the eugenics agenda. And what we've seen in places like Acapulco is absolutely devastating with almost no media coverage at all, except for a few people like Jeff Berwick, myself, Max Egan, a few people have talked about it, but you know, people are suffering on the ground. The military has had a hard time getting in there. And um, you know, people are trying to hand out food and water and, and different necessities but are hitting a lot of brick walls with it. So it's the same old thing that we see with FEMA in the United States. For example, um, with Hurricane Harvey, people were trying to get um, you know, goods and services to the people who were uh, affected by it. And I have a friend named Danny Sessom who went in there and was trying to give out food and water to people and FEMA was stopping them. We see in, in Maui, they were blocking off the roads, allowing people to burn to death. There is an agenda going on and it's part of this greater agenda that actually this World War III situation ties into very much so as well. It's a move to the well, great wanna... reset and they're trying to cut off every single thing that humanity deserves and needs. Well, I, yes, and I want to talk to you about the World War Three situation separately, and we will get there. But um, you mentioned Max Egan. I saw that he uh, posted and actually shared from him uh, about the fact that there were talks for Acapulco to be a smart city. And I was just speaking to someone yesterday, Josh, and I said, you know what? I was told some time ago by a, a senator here in Australia who's been on this broadcast with me, great senator, Senator Roberts, uh, and, and he said to me, Maria, they don't need to go and destroy places to make them smart cities because we had this huge flood here in Lismore. Uh, from what we heard at the time, over 50,000 people were displaced from their homes and then the government sort of came back and said, oh, you know, you, you, you uh, a buyback scheme or you can't return to your homes. Insurance companies wouldn't insure their homes moving forward and all of this. So really it was it was a, an agenda to move people out and we found out that the mayor had signed on uh, some time ago for this to be a smart city. But the reality is they don't necessarily have to destroy a place to make it a smart smart city. Uh, we have places right now that have surveillance cameras, for example, Gold Coast in Queensland in Australia, you know, every time you blink, there's a camera. Uh, and so, uh, you know, th this is this is where I'm asking the question, why is it that they're actually going and destroying all these areas? I know that Lahaina was um, a, a specific because the people weren't allowing sort of the developers to come in and they have some authority there. What do you think it is? Is it is it like you said, just to prove to these climate, uh, you know, enthusiasts, climate change enthusiasts that, yes, climate change is causing destruction? 
Well, it's just another excuse. Like you say, they don't have to do this, but they can do it. And if they can, they will. And I mean, in places uh, like Lahaina, they also were planning to create a smart grid for a 15 minute city. They announced that weeks before um, the fires. And we see similar things in Oxford, UK. There wasn't a major weather event there, but I, I'm in the middle of filming a documentary on 15 minute cities. And I was in Oxford for several weeks where they have rolled out the 15 minute cities already. And they don't have all the rules in place yet, but everything is monitored. Everything is surveilled. They don't need to have a disaster to do it, but it helps. And, you know, with Mexico, we see Acapulco get hit directly by a category five, which is insane. We see uh, Puerto Vallarta, where I live here right now, um, get hit directly by a category four a week and a half earlier. We see in between those two hurricanes, Cabo get hit nearly directly by another major uh, hurricane system. And, you know, we're seeing a lot more of this than we ever have before in history. And we have whistleblowers coming out of, you know, for example, um, Antarctica. There was a recent whistleblower in special ops who talked about underground bases and no one has disputed his claims that it, it they led to earthquakes in places like Christchurch in New Zealand. So, uh, again, these things are happening. Do they need to do it? No, they don't need to do it. But it definitely helps to get those climate cultists on board and to get them to become more and more extreme. And even without the extremities, it's like the trans agenda. They can talk all day on TV about how everyone cares about, well, the trans agenda. It's a very small percentage of the population. The media makes people think everyone supports something when they don't in order to get everyone to support things because it becomes a trend. If no one is supporting something, then no one cares and no one does anything. Before they had all these major storms this year, last year and the year before, we had factory fires and we had all these different examples of you know attacks on the food supply. With the attacks on the food supply, they essentially got a whole bunch of people who don't believe in the climate agenda to agree with a lot of the rules that they would bring upon us with, um, you know, the climate laws because it would ration food. So even without people believing that it's global warming, they still managed to get people to go, hey, wait, there's shortages of food. What can we do to solve the situation? Oh, carbon credits and, and you know, these rations on, on a blockchain attached to a CBDC. That is the, one of the main agendas going forward in this great reset. And they, they tested it. The litmus test was the vaccine passports in 2021 into 2022. And, you know, as I was on the ground in many of these places around the world reporting on that, I remember saying at the time, next thing is climate, then World War Three. Why? Because it's a perfect sequence of events. It's it's constant, um, you know, trauma for people who are wanting to get somewhere in life, do something productive in their life. They don't want to actually do anything because they feel what's the point. And you also have one thing hitting someone after another until it's so normalized that everyone just goes along with it from vaccine passports to you know the climate lockdowns and you know the the creation of carbon credits which are already by the way on bank accounts throughout the world they're just not enforced yet and of course uh, eventually a world war with Israel as the icing on the cake yeah, uh, we've been experiencing people ha having their bank accounts frozen. Happened to someone that I know very well here. It looks like it had something to do with digital ID, actually. Uh, and then once I posted that story, uh, so many people in our audience told us that it's been happening to them as well. So the banks have gone absolutely mad. They're ramping things up, getting the world ready for this transition into digital. We'll be back right after this short break. Amazing analysis with Josh Sigurdsson.
Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. And we are back with Josh Sigurdsson, incredibly well-researched, very, very, uh, you know, always backs up all of his claims. I really, really appreciate his content and him being here today. You can follow him at World Alternative Media and we'll let you know where to follow all the places you can follow him uh, towards the end of this. But Josh, just before the break, we were talking about this escalation into World War Three and how they essentially need this. Uh, and you can really see that this is this is how I've sort of reasoned this in my mind. When you look at all of the other building blocks that they're building towards digital totalitarianism uh, and it, th that coincides with the timing of them leading us into World War Three, it really shows you that this is all planned. Uh, just quickly, one example I can give everyone, you know, the um, just this week I reported on the fact that Australia and the US have just signed a memorandum of understanding. We're going to create essentially an Australian EPA with the Department of Climate Change uh, and together they're they're going to work together to mitigate uh, methane, so start killing off our livestock, and uh, you know, make sure that they're tracking and tracing, taking stock of every single natural resource too, which will then be uh, weaponized against us, and they'll be able to limit our access to things like even water, depending on our social credit scores. That's how far this can go. And so I reported on that this week. And the fact that they're meeting up and talking about these things while we have an escalation into World War III is clear indication that this is absolutely all planned. Your take. Well, we had John Kerry recently in the United States calling for an end to farming in order to stop climate change. And then uh, at, in the same speech, he's talking about how we're having problems with the food supply because of climate change and it's destroying the food supply. So which one is it? Um, of course, we know what's happening in the Netherlands, the attack on the farmers, the same thing's happening in Germany, in Ireland, in Canada, and in the United States, and many bills have been signed. I do want to um, correct one thing that I mentioned uh, in the first segment, which it, the, the website is hurricaneotisrecovery.com when it comes to Acapulco. I want to make sure I get that right. But yeah, the, with the attacks on different cities around the world and the food supply specifically, the two things that you could really get people to fall on their knees for is, of course, food and the banking system. So if you can't access your money, you are pretty much in the hands of the globalists. And if you cannot access food, you will do whatever you need to do to feed yourself and your family. And unfortunately, that's what they are preparing for. They're going after the farmer so that you don't have access to this meat. So you end up in a soylent green type scenario in the future where you have to ask the government for rations. 
and they'll give you rations. They'll give you mRNA infused rations. They'll give you bugs. They'll give you insects. They'll give you all the things that they have been preparing for. Recently, Tyson Foods, which is one of the biggest um, companies in the world for um, poultry, as well as many other meat processings, um, it called for, well, started actually working with a company called Protix. And this, this company deals with insect food. And I believe that we are going to see a lot more companies start getting involved in just, you know, insects, bugs, mealworms, crickets, this kind of stuff. Stuff that's very high in, um, of course, parasites, generally speaking. And of course, they want uh, they see us as animals. They see us as a livestock. So what's the use of the other livestock if we're the new livestock? They can feed us bugs like they've been feeding the animals on the farm. And that is their take on this. And that is why. This, it's so important to tell people to get storable foods and tell people to stock up on things, tell people to defend themselves. Of course, you in Australia don't have very good rights when it comes to actually defending yourself. However, you can still defend yourself with food, water, shelter, your, your own property, something outside of big cities. And that, I think, is very important going forward. But, yeah, it's all part of the Although same trying, agenda. And then you end the up with a carbon credit. <laughs> They're trying to take the properties too, Josh. I'm not sure if viewers are aware recently they had tried to bring in a law where if you want to disturb more than 50 centimetres of your soil, you have to have a, 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 a soil on your own property. You have to have an independent body come and assess that soil and tell you whether it's actually heritage or not. So, you know, or sacred to the Aboriginals yeah. or not. And, you know, it, Aboriginal people aren't the ones pushing for this. This is this is the, the ones that are in bed with the UN. But, Josh, we're... we're, we're I want to talk about this escalation into World War Three and how they are actually through this, you know, trauma cycle and through what they're telling us to pay attention to in the media. You mentioned this before. You know, barely anyone heard about Acapulco, but all we're hearing about is is the situation in the Middle East. And it's not a situation, it's a war, I shouldn't call it that. And and rightly so, people are really suffering. Israel are committing horrific crimes right now before our very eyes. I'm not an apologist for Hamas, uh, but I will always go back to the question, why was there a stand down? Why did you let them in? Uh, and so uh, what is your take on, on this situation? How quickly do you think the world is going to escalate into this? And, you know, I, I know you've been dissecting some of the lies coming out of that region as well. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, we need to understand that Israel created Hamas, the Mossad created Hamas alongside the CIA and MI6. Hamas is a group that is meant as a, a punching bag. I think it was back in um, 2019, Benjamin Netanyahu said Israel must support bolstering Hamas and transferring money to Hamas because they needed this, this um, punching bag. And it was interesting because earlier on in this year, March of 2023, Iran says it, it said it discovered what could be the world's second largest lithium deposit, which is also a major thing to remember here. But generally, this has been going on for a long time. This is part of what they call the Greater Israel Project. They've been destabilizing the Middle East for years. Israel, um, every, okay, let's start with this. A little history lesson to those who aren't aware. World War One was a reset. World War Two was a reset. World War Three is the new great reset with technocracy and social credit and all of that. So every major world war, we have a reset. In in World War One, we had Federal Reserve. We had uh, the creation of the League of Nations, which would later become the United Nations. And of course, the Balfour Declaration uh, signed by uh, Lord Rothschild for the state of Israel. And we, we fast forward to the 1940s. 
Uh, FDR created a new deal going into uh, World War II. Um, it was a total new economic outlook, which is similar to what we're seeing today. And all the while, he's funding, arming and funding Ho Chi Minh. Now, World War II, they're propping up the Soviets. And then we see everything come collapsing down. Hitler loses. And next thing we know, we have the United Nations and we have the state of Israel. The League of Nations turns into the United Nations. It's supposed to stop wars, even though they've allowed most wars since their inception. Then we go into the 1950s and we have, um, you know, what they did in Iran, the Iranian coup. Uh, the missile coup where they overthrew their government and they propped up a new government in Iran. Um, and then we have the Korean War where they created this divide between North and South Korea. Then we have the 60s where we have um, Vietnam where they're fighting against their own weapons. That, as I said previously, FDR was involved in arming them with. Then we have the 70s. Uh, Kissinger meets with Mao Zedong in China and creates an alliance with them, save, saving the country from starvation and essentially creating an export-import monopoly for them, which also leads to Kissinger meeting with the Saudis to create the petrodollar system, which is losing now because Saudi Arabia just joined BRICS. Then we have the trilateral commission and the creation of a, what Zbigny Brzezinski called a technocratic global government using China as a guinea pig state. I'm getting somewhere. So just hold on, uh, hang, hang with me for a second, my friends. Then right, we have- you've got, um, you've got 30 you know, seconds till the break. So, so I'm just letting you okay, know, we'll Al definitely continue on the, the other Mujahideen, side. Al Qaeda, the Mujahideen, and of course, ISIS and, and the Taliban and all these uh, different entities were created by the US government. Iraq was armed and funded the Ba'athist party. And that leads us to Ukraine 2014, um, was propped up by the US. And now, of course, the home of the Khazarians. And now in the, this current time, we're seeing all of this combat against itself. And we see it all crumbling down just as it was Josh, planned. Josh, don't go anywhere. Now we'll be back right after this show. Please uh, remember, we are listener supported and we've got something back in stock that everybody needs that is so good to have in your medicine cabinet sports broadcast. We've got the best 30 parts per million colloidal silver out there. It's Silver Bullet. It's at InfoWarsStore.com. And if you want to support the show, plus have something in your medicine cabinet, have to give to others. It's topical. You can also take it orally. Uh, it is. It really does a lot of amazing things, anti-infection, you name it. Nothing's a silver bullet, but it's as close to a silver bullet as you're going to get. Silver bullet, back in stock, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. And we also have Brain Force Ultra, the incredible, fast-acting nootropic, back in stock, 60% off part of the big sale. The new sale we've got, immune support, organic, green fibers, 50% off. Those are both incredible. Vitamin D3 gummies, amazing. InfoWarsStore.com. Or triple A two five three three one three nine triple A two five three three one three nine. You know, I'm so grateful for this platform because not only do we get to hear from the amazing Infowars uh, cast and and Alex and all the hosts. Uh, but we also get to have the greatest minds of independent media coming, discussing world events and getting this information out to the masses so that they can realise what is really going on. Social media is a cesspit, uh, you know, and so these broadcasts really do provide a lot of clarity. Uh, and, and I do encourage everyone to support Alex, support Infowars, get Alex's new book, get the signed copy, uh, you know, as the fundraiser for the broadcast. I've personally ordered mine. I'm looking forward to it. We're here with Josh Seeger 
Jacobson, independent journalist and researcher, amazing, amazing information from World Alternative Media. Josh, before the break, you were giving us a history of the wars and how we've led up to this point. Please continue. Okay, so I kind of left off in the 1970s where we have, um, you know, the arming and funding of the Mujahideen, later Al-Qaeda and the Taliban. Moving into around that same time, we have the World Economic Forum becoming a really major power head in the um, globalist uh, order. And then we're moving into the 80s where we have more arming and funding of Iraq, eventually leading to a battle between the United States and Iraq against our own weapons, much like we just said, we saw with, uh, of course, Vietnam and how FDR armed Ho Chi Minh in the first place. So we have all these countries that are getting propped up and then maybe attacked or maybe supported later. We get into the 2000s, we have uh, you know 9-11, and obviously that changed the entire world. It was its own reset in its own way, where we move into you know the Iraq war, Afghanistan war, a complete destabilization of the Middle East, and the US fighting, and the British fighting, and the French fighting, against the very people that they helped create and bolster in the first place. And I can't forget Israel. Israel was backing all of those wars. So we have the complete destabilization of the Middle East, moving into then um, 2014 with the bolstering of, of Ukraine when they had a Russian supporting president, uh, a Russian supporting president, which they overthrew. Now, this leads us to today where we have, of course, um, the homeland of the Khazarians. Keep in mind that we have a destabilized Middle East. We have Israel going for the Greater Israel Project, which is a Nile to the Euphrates. That's how big they want their, their borders. They say this themselves. Um, in fact, Benjamin Netanyahu just said a couple days ago in his speech that um, you must remember what Amalek has done to you. And if I quote Sam, 1 Samuel 15, 3, it says, now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. So this is a very important point because this is them saying, hey, we are owning up to prophecy, which is a very scary thing when we're talking about um, a prophecy that says, kill everyone that's not you. And, you know, people, DeSantis said the other day, even though DeSantis is like, don't say anything bad about Israel because he's, you know, first pro-free speech when it comes to speaking out against COVID tyranny, but now anti-free speech. If you say anything bad about Israel, it's uh, uh, supporting terrorism. Uh, you know, all yeah, of these yeah, guys are to Israel, goes to Israel to sign laws to that effect. Right. And, and so he also is right about one thing, though, is that China is the main player in this game. Now we have Israel, which is the icing on the cake and will lead to a massive order where we have Israel from the Nile to the Euphrates. And they've already moved people into the Sinai region, 2.5 million Palestinians. And what happens above the Nile and the Euphrates? Well, I mean, the, the Tigris and Euphrates, the old Mesopotamia. Well, it's very ancient land, very symbolic land. You have Turkey, which is on the side of Russia, and you have the Black Sea, and above the Black Sea, you have Ukraine. So, and that is a homeland, a very important land for uh, Talmudic Jews. So it's very interesting that this is a case. Now, I, I want to point out that Russia and Israel are very supportive of each other. Israel is one of the top Russian-speaking countries in the world, yet the U.S. is on Ukraine's side, and Russia, and you remember last year, um, Israel called for uh, Ukraine to surrender, and and they were very pro-Russia. Now Russia is saying, hey, what Israel's doing is awful. We need to support um, Hamas and Hezbollah, and is supportive of Iran, which the U.S. is against. 
Well, but again, the U.S. armed and funded Iran in the first place, and Iran is fighting against Israel, which is supportive of Russia. It is insanity. But the main player is China. Everything has been based on the idea of China. It's not the Chinese people. It's not even the government so much. They're a testing ground for an idea worldwide. That is technocracy. That's a BRICS world reserve currency system. And, and it will leave the West in the dust because a real idea is to move from the West to the East and there will be two world religions, and that'll be Talmudic Zionism and statism. And statism is the most dangerous religion on, on the planet because it is the idea that no matter what the government does, they are just looking out for you. They're there to help and support you. And I think it was Ron Paul who said very aptly many years ago, um, it, you know, never trust a government that says they come, they've, they've come to help you or we're the government, we're here to help you. And I actually think Reagan said that and then Ron Paul reiterated it at a debate. But point is, we are moving into the BRICS world reserve currency system and China, Russia, India are major players. Now we have Argentina, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates. And of course, that goes to all these countries that the U.S. either propped up or propped up and then destroyed. And it's all one big agenda. They're all working together. Uh, you know, we have Hamas and Israel, I guarantee you, working together. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been a military stand down. They wouldn't have allowed the Iron Dome to break for that long. It's impossible. Egypt says they warned Israel 10 days before the attack that it was going to happen. And most of the deaths at the festival were Israel and Hamas shooting it out between each other with festival goers in the middle. A lot of people aren't talking about that. So this is uh, some, yes, something very had, symbolic. Uh, they have the Tower of Babel wanna... and then they have the Temple on the Mount. Well, I, I just want to uh, back up what you're saying. We've had multiple interviews uh, with Israelis confirming this, and one particular one that went viral uh, with, uh, you know, um, it was a hostage that was released, uh, and yeah. sadly her partner was killed, and she says he was killed in the crossfire. So she's not saying the Israeli forces killed the hostages. She's saying they were killed by the IDF in the crossfire. Uh, and so, you know, it, it, they didn't go there with that intention, but that's what happened. And, you know, there's, there's right. so much atrocity propaganda uh, at the moment, Josh. People are just really becoming emotionally unstable when it comes to this situation. They're not able to think critically. On both sides, I mean, we have masked morons in New York shutting down, um, you know, Grand Central Station in support of Palestine, while you have people on the right who's, who are against the, you know, COVID tyranny who are now supporting Israel because they're our closest ally. Why? Why are they the closest ally? They literally are blowing up Christian churches. They're blowing up Christian hospitals. And they are being exposed in doing that. First, they say they did it. Then they say they don't. Then they said, actually, we did do it because Hamas was there, but they created Hamas. They're creating a new temple. That's what Benjamin Netanyahu says himself. They want to build a new Solomon's temple. I know people will say that's anti-Semitic, but it's what they themselves are saying they are doing. It's no different than the creation of a Tower of Babel in Babylon. It's it's this. These are real things that are happening, and people say, "Well, you know, it was is it, it was uh, Jewish territory first. Okay, well, let's use the same example then for um, the United States." I'm part Native American. Let's just say it was Native American territory first. And people will say, well, that's not religious. That is um, racial. Okay, well, let's go with that then. The Native Americans sacrificed people on, on pyramids and drank babies' blood. Does that make it okay suddenly? Like, what what is the logic in this? There is no logic in it. 
if people are here, this is where they stand. This is where they are born or they live. Let people be. The biggest enemy of humanity is the state and central banks. And the issue is that people are using religion in order to manipulate state in order to kill people. And I consider myself a Christian. And I think it's an absolute atrocity what we're witnessing in Israel. Yeah, the Bible says that Israel is the homeland. Uh, Okay, but let's think for a second here. Does it say anywhere that it, no matter what government takes over and how evil it is, it's okay? No, it doesn't. It doesn't say that anywhere. It, it says that it, it, it very much calls for peace. It calls for unity. It calls for love. It calls for all these things. It does not call for mass murdering a population that's 50% children. And we have a bunch of people on the left suddenly supporting um, you know, Palestine, as they have for a long time, but they don't understand that Hamas was created by the the, the U.S. intelligence agencies and Mossad and Israel and, and MI6. They don't understand that. They're following the exact line of propaganda that the media wants, just like the right are. And it's it's the same thing we saw in the beginning of 2020 with COVID. People on the Josh, left Josh, don't and the go right anywhere. Found- we've, got, we've got 10 seconds. We're about to go to break. Uh, your, your analysis is amazing. We'll be right back for the last segment after this break. Don't go anywhere. Your products have changed my life. Your brain force and all that make me better. They make me more focused. They make me feel better. A lot of lingering effects from when I was uh, getting sober have now uh, relieved me. My girlfriend goes to the gym and goes hard. She's on the turmeric and the same stuff. These products will change your life. They fund one of the greatest things out there right now for us as free Americans. Please do these people a favor. Go to their store, support them, do what you need to do. Because if we lose InfoWars, we lose a lot more than what people are willing to believe. If you want to really get in shape for this thing about to come, get the HGH and get that testosterone boost, man. Get in the gym because I'm in the best shape of my life because of your product. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes to not lose the greatest symbol against tyranny the world has ever seen. And that's our American flag. And with that, I appreciate love InfoWars. I'll listen to you the day I die or you go off air, but I'm going to do my part to make sure you don't have a great day. We're back with Josh Sigurdsson from World Alternative Media. You can find his videos on Band.Video, multiple other platforms. I want to plug his ex because I saw that he's shadow banned. He's asking for people to help him break through the algorithm. Uh, Josh, you, before this uh, before this break, you were, you were really hammering through the info. We've got 10 minutes left. Please continue. I want to hear it all. Oh, absolutely. So I wanted to point out that Klaus Schwab said something last year that a lot of people missed. And he said that China is the role model for the Great Reset. And that really is a statement that people really need to listen to, because we had zero COVID policies in places like China. And that is almost the exact blueprint for 15 minute cities worldwide, which, of course, Klaus Schwab is pushing. They were they had rations and then they had bank runs. And what happened after the bank runs? People were disappeared and protesters were disappeared because they uh, did not do what they were told. They have, of course, things like social credit there as they've had for a long time or as they might call it sesame credit. And a lot of people will say with BRICS and the world reserve currency system that the United States will never allow this to happen. And I think that's one of the biggest errors people make. They want it to happen. They've been building this up for all this time. They, they're they the reason that Russia is as strong as they are. They're, they're the reason why Israel and China and India are as strong as they are. They've been helping these countries be propped up as world leaders 
for a very long time. They want this to happen. They just need the right crisis. They weaken people with inflation over uh, decades. And eventually you get to the point where they know it cannot last because all fiat currencies eventually revert to their true value of zero. And they need some kind of switch. The best switch is a full reset of the financial system and something that benefits them. They'll say, hey, we will come to your rescue after all these monetary problems. So let's say the dollar collapses and you have this new world reserve currency system and they say, oh, it's backed by gold. Yeah, it's not it's backed by gold that you don't see. They have no proof of the amount of gold in supply. It's much like the gold standard was in the U United States before the 70s, which is that they printed more IOUs than they have gold. But this time it's digital and everyone has the same currency based on a basket of currencies of the yuan and the ruble and the rupee, etc. And now we have Saudi Arabia openly saying in August that they are joining BRICS officially. Same with the United Arab Emirates and Argentina. And this is a massive move, and I believe that Mexico will likely join later as well. We're going to see most of Latin America. And if you look at the BRICS population before this August meeting, um, it was 3.4 billion people worldwide. With everyone trying to join BRICS, I did the calculations on ChatGPT. I know it's a terrible thing that's trying to take over humanity, but I used ChatGPT <laughs> to try and uh, look at the full population. It was 6.6 .6 billion people. 6.6 billion people, the United States has already lost. All it takes is people actually knowing about it. It's it's when people are told they lost that they will truly lose. It's when the whole system will shift and they need a world war as an excuse for that. So there's multiple layers and, and tiers to the reason behind the World War III scenario we're witnessing right now. And people have to understand it's not about voting, even protesting, it's about withdrawing from the system. We must withdraw. We don't wanna just talk about problems here. We need to withdraw from the system and be self-prepared. You know, again, the basis of humanity is freedom and indiv individuality, not, not you know, coercive, collective, um, responsibility, that's slavery. It is individual responsibility. Freedom isn't something you hold in your hands. You are free or you are not. It depends on you. You are the freedom. You de you decide that and you decide that by pulling your money out of the banking system, pulling your pulling your um, you know support out of grocery stores and into you know storable foods and local farms and stuff like that. And people say, well, that's difficult. That's too difficult. Well, okay, we could say it's difficult. It's going to be a lot more difficult for you later on if you if no one's prepared. And guess what? No matter how awake you are, at the end of the day, if you aren't prepared today, then tomorrow when all this stuff comes down, then you no matter how awake you are, you are going to be following the line or you're. Going going to be thrown in the in the closest gulag. So people have to understand this today and not just wait for something to happen. People have been saying, oh, well, the dollar is collapsing for years. True. Yeah. But the difference is it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over a decade or two. And eventually when that goes down, then we move into that new system and there will be no going back at that point. My my advice is always this. All roads lead to Rome. So we build a little path off that road that doesn't go to Rome. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be gravel. It's not going to be as convenient. It's going to be slower than the main road, but at least we'll have that road. When the Tower of Babel comes crashing down and they still need to finish building it, so it gets worse before it gets better, but it does get better because good overcomes evil, then we have a road on the side to go down. We've built our new civilization in the aftermath uh, from the ashes of the destruction of the Tower of Babel and this technocratic agenda that is really biblical that they are building out for us. So that, that is why it's so important to not depend on the banking system, the grocery stores, not depend 
on all the conveniences that they want you depending on, like telling you to live in big cities and and of course, um, you know, support uh, globalist policies that force you into a place where they could just shut down streets, put up cameras, smart grids and force you into a Logan's run type scenario that you will never be able to escape once you're in it. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Josh. Um, I often reference the letter. It's 2030. I have no privacy and life has never been better by the puppet Ida Orkin, the, the WEF puppet. And she she actually describes, uh, you know, these these communities that live out in abandoned houses and things like that. And I say, well, my future is not to, you know, inhabit dilapidated houses, if that's what she's thinking. I really do think that as more people realise, I was just speaking to someone yesterday who said he was talking to a leftist who is waking up and going, I don't know what to do. Uh, you know, people are realising that they are setting up a an absolute digital dictatorship. No one wants CBDCs. No one really wants digital IDs. Uh, they, they, they see the risks of this model. You're right, it's based on the Chinese model. Uh, and so, you know, th this is, no one actually wants to do this. What do you mean I'm not allowed any meat? What do you mean we're going to ban it? Mayor Adams, what what do you mean I can't have dairy? What do you mean I can only buy three items of clothing per year as per the ARUP future of uh, smart cities in a 1.5 degree world? What do you mean I can only travel 1,500 kilometres every three years uh, per person? What do you mean I can't have my private vehicle? People are rejecting this en masse. And so right now, those who are resilient, who've been able to withstand the trauma that they've tried to inflict on us but have failed miserably because we're not going to be traumatised by maniacs. We don't care. The human spirit is stronger than these evil Satanist bastards. And so, you know, we we can really set an example for the rest of the world. And Alex often says it, you know, bring them along. Yeah, OK, they've just woken up. OK, you can spend your time beating them over the head or you can bring them along the journey. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, tyranny comes under the guise of convenience. So people have a hard time letting go of that convenience. But letting go of conveniences and, and going the more difficult route is always the, the best way to go. It's uh, not working harder. It's working smarter. And that's an old saying. And I think it's important that people understand this so that they can build that new world for their kids, their grandkids going forward that isn't based in this old system. Now, the thing is, we do have to battle convenience and we have to create some of our own conveniences to lure some people that are more resistant in. That's why I'm, a, I'm supportive of like privacy coins. Like uh, it's a co conversation for another day, but we're talking uh, you know, privacy coins that are completely encrypted and, and against you know, the state. Uh, Overwatch, uh, I like Epic Cash, Monero, things like that, things that can pull you out of that system, not investment advice for legal reasons. But and then gold and silver, things that you hold in your hand and, and things that will keep you outside of the mainstream monetary system because people are enslaved by what the government currency is, what the government dictates currency is. And they call for a ledger that will track your every move and base your value on what you do on a daily basis, what you eat, where you walk. And they're already doing this in Paris, Amsterdam. They're doing it in Australia. They're doing it in the UK. They're doing it in Canada and the United States. So what are people waiting for is always my question. I agree with you, Josh. Amazing analysis, amazing commentary, and truly, truly very, very thoroughly researched. I really appreciate your work. Please let people know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me on band.video at World Alternative Media, as well as Rumble, Brighteon, BitChute, and of course, Twitter slash X at World Alt Media. And uh, yeah, I'm on a bunch of platforms except for YouTube. I got taken down proudly in 2020. 
And three years later, I've never felt better. So it's good to get off of those platforms and support platforms like band.video, support your platform over at zmedia.com and support people who are actually coming out and trying to do things to change the world, change the narrative. And of course, I have to bring in Brighteon on that as well. Mike Adams does an amazing job. All these sites, we have they're not competing. We're just creating new sites for new viewers, for new eyes to actually expose the truth. And I think that's so incredibly important going forward. Uh, I'm also on Rockfin where you can you, uh, join our uh, newsletter through that. Um, we have a, a, a subscription tier on there as well for uh, subscriber only content. Amazing, Josh. We so appreciate your time. God bless you and uh, and really, really appreciate all of your work. And, and to everyone viewing today, please share this. Please continue to elevate all of the amazing voices that are not afraid to speak out and be labelled with, you know, all of the ridiculous labels that are out there today against truth speakers. We need to face the truth if we have any chance of saving this planet from these maniacs and we can save these this planet. We can save humanity if we band together and reject their plans. God bless you. I'll see you soon. All right. Uh, we got a great sponsor. Infowarstore.com has the full catalog of My Patriot Supply food at the lowest prices you're going to find in this crazy world where you can actually beat inflation by buying the food now. It lasts more than 10 years. Tastes great. Hundreds and hundreds of great, uh, different products. You'd be smart to get a three-month, six-month year supply of food right now that's about a quarter of the price you're going to pay for similar stuff at the grocery store at InfoWarsStore.com. You'd be insane to not get Alexa Pure water filtration systems. You can take pond water, lake water, you name it. It makes it completely healthy, clean, and safe to drink during total collapse. And you don't just need one for you. You need a couple more to help folks. Also, uh, we've got back in stock, Rainforce Ultra, an amazing, clean, fast-acting, it also wears off quick, so I like it because I can take it at night and still sleep later. Rainforest Ultra, 60% off. Immune support, 50% off. Organic green fiber, 50% off. Vitamin D3 gummy, 40% off. Down and out sleep support, 40% off. Whole food multivitamin, 40% off. Superfuel vitality, 40% off. And all of those are great products, but going into this fall and winter, you should be boosting your immune system right now. Absolutely imperative with all the crap they're releasing, and it supports the broadcast. So do your shopping at InfoWarsStore.com while you still can or call toll-free 888-253-3139. And you can call our operators. They can walk through all the different food packages and items and things and answer your questions. If you'd like to order over the phone, it's great to order online. One of the best places to really get your questions answered is calling 888-253-3139. 888-253-3139. But Brainforce Ultra, back in stock, my book, The Great Awakening. Yeah, there's an opportunity in all this tyranny. There's going to be a reverse action against that. That's why we are the answer to the tyranny. Get the book signed or unsigned. The signed copy, again, is a fundraiser. I want to thank you for your support at InfoWarsStore.com. The Great Awakening, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Hour number two straight ahead. <laughs> 